Changing minds one thought at a time everyone and welcome to the Changing Minds Online Empowering Mindset Series. How are you doing tonight, Akina? I am great, Jessica. You know, doing the travel thing. You know, we've both been traveling for a while and now I'm so glad to finally be able to talk to you. (laughs) Absolutely. You know, it feels like the new year has officially begun. I went to uh, Dallas, Texas, to celebrate the New Year's kickoff for my network marketing company's convention, and it was just amazing. And I came back home really excited and really committed to working on my mindset, to figuring out what balance looks like right now. You know, one of the cool things we've talked about balance in the show before. We're going to talk about it again tonight. Is that every time you make a change and you make progress in your life, which for all of us, people like us, it's, it's, it's all the time, right, because we're constantly in the work. I mean, you get to figure out what balance looks like all over again. So tonight we're going to have an amazing woman on our call. This person talks about how to manage stress and restore balance. One of the risks, right, of being a woman and being an entrepreneur is having your life out of balance. And women specifically, we have a really high risk of Things like adrenal fatigue, having our hormones out of balance, our thyroid starting to shut down. And it's crucial that if we really want success in our business, that we manage to have that balance. Not that we do it all, but we know that we get to create it. We create it all, but we don't have to actually do it all. So that's what we're going to be discussing tonight. We have an amazing person on coming She's calling in all the way from Halifax in Canada, up in Nova Scotia. She's a registered professional counselor. I just I love this person. I've seen some of her videos online. I instantly knew that she just had to be on our show. I reached out to her and instantly fell in love with her over our conversation. And it's really an honor and it's a really a privilege to um Excuse me, welcome, Kara Melendi on our call tonight. Welcome, Kara. Sorry, you know, I was so excited I got tongue-tied for a second, but um, <laughs> welcome to our show. Thank you so much, Jessica and Akina. It's uh, so great to connect with both of you because I love uh, what you're doing with your podcast to empower women and help people develop this mindset of success. So I'm looking forward to chatting with both of you. Yeah, well, thank you so much. You know, while we're, and I, I brief that, you know, for women, why it's important that we restore balance and why it's important we have a balanced life. But you know what? A lot of women, especially women who are professionals, women who are business women, women who want to start their own businesses, they think that they have to just nonstop be committed to their work. And they oftentimes will sacrifice themselves, sacrifice relationships. They're going to sacrifice fun. You know, they're going to put everything into what they do. And, you know, women like that often get ahead. So it's it's common to meet people like that when you're among successful people. But what I have found is that that's not really the key to having success and truly having it all. So, Kara, from your perspective as someone who's an expert in this area, why is it important women have balance? Well, I think it's so important for many reasons, and I, you know, I agree with you, Jessica. There, there almost seems to be this addiction to being busy and to being stressed, and especially with 
ambitious women I know with clients I work with and in my own personal life, there's this feeling of guilt that tends to set in when I am just taking time for myself or when I'm not working on a new project. There's almost this urgency that there's something more I should be doing. But if we don't have that balance in our life, we end up becoming very overwhelmed, very stressed. And even if we do produce uh, great work and we're getting these results, we can't always enjoy the outcome of that if we're not taking time for self-care and not taking the time to really let it set in and enjoy our success. having a technical difficulty with our line. Um, I am back now. I, we are going to try and get Akina back on the call. Um, so, Tara, <laughs> I'm actually... Yes. Oh, there's, a, there's Akina. Okay, perfect. I apologize, oh. guys, for that delay. Um, no, you know, sorry. I love what you're, what you're talking about and really just the idea that women are really required to create balance to be, to be successful. You know, what I've found in my own personal journey is that I had... I put everything into my work initially, and I achieved a really big level of success in my profession. I had, you know, almost finished my second degree, my second master's degree. I had achieved professional success, but I was ultimately unhappy. And what wound up happening was my health suffered, my relationship suffered. And when all was said and done, there wasn't really much left. And then something, you know, that happened, so a lot of people happened, there was a recession, and I wound up losing um, a, in losing professional status. my What I did wasn't really paying as well anymore due to the economy changing, due to the politics changing. And I didn't have that level of professional success I once had. And I made mistakes as I was worn and I was not putting my best effort forward anymore. I was just doing, 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 doing. And I had nothing left to give. So I wasn't really doing anything very well. And I paid a, a big price for that. And on, when I came out on the other side, what I learned was that when I get to create my life, that it's really about picking what you want and having abundance in all areas of your life, not that you're just really hyper-focused in one area. Would you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. And I always see with the women I work with, and I do this in my own life as well, I think it's so important to look at the different aspects of the self. So we have the physical, the spiritual, the emotional, and the social. And if we neglect one area for too long, I think that's really when problems begin to arise in our life. So there's certainly, you know, at different times, there's different areas that we focus in on. But, you know, if you neglect that physical component for too long, you might feel like you're tired out or you're, you know, not at the weight that you're happy with don't have the energy that you like, and then you almost have to go back and it's like a counterbalancing act and really look at that area of your life. So I think while certain areas become a priority at different times, we never want to completely neglect one of those aspects or that's when we really feel out of balance and notice that part of our life begin to suffer. So having that awareness and really asking ourselves, you know, how am I nourishing those different aspects of the self each day so I can feel at my best and so I can excel in my business? And uh, like you were saying, Jessica, just have this sense of abundance in all areas of life. I have that feeling of happiness, have that abundance of health. And, you know, for me, that's really true abundance is when we look after those different components of the self and can feel at our best. 
Wow. wow. You know, a lot of people, you know, we don't really think about that. You know, we really don't think about the balance. We really think about the hustle and bustle and what needs to be done. And, you know, you put that so eloquently that we do need to do that balance. So when you're speaking to someone who you can see is out of balance, what are some of the steps that you give them to put them back on track? Yeah, that's a good question, Akina, for sure. Uh, I think when it comes to noticing areas in our life where we're out of balance or where we're feeling stressed, it really has to start with awareness. We you know, we need to be aware of what's causing stress in our life and, you know, the signs uh, physically or even in our mindset that we might have thoughts that are holding us back or leading to us to feel overwhelmed or very stressed out. So there's many different exercises that I'll recommend people to do. And, you know, a helpful one that the listeners can try is, you know, setting the alarm on their phone to go off 30, every 30 minutes throughout the day and using that as a reminder to check in with themselves and to say, what do I need in this moment? Are my thoughts serving me? What does my body need right now? And taking that chance to be aware moment to moment how we're feeling. Because often, uh, you know, we don't get out of balance overnight. It's, you know, an accumulation of our behaviors. And I feel it's the same with stress. So if we can cultivate that awareness of what we're doing day to day that's either leading us to feel more in balance and to feel happier and healthier or what we're doing that's taking us out of balance, it's really powerful to be able to turn that around. So I think that awareness is the first step and that exercise can really help with creating that awareness. Yeah, that's really powerful. You know, one of the I've actually done, and I've done a lot of work in balanced living. And I said earlier that, you know, I had my life was completely out of balance. And this was going back into 2014 when I first started to learn that I get to create my life and I, you know, get to choose what I attract into my life. And that was something I had never heard. But I had really hit a rock bottom before I got to that point. So when I had decided I got I was going to start creating my life by my design, you know, the very first thing I looked to was balance, and and that's still something I look to every day. You know, I've been in this work um, with Susan Sly called Organize Your Life. Ironically uh, and appropriately, the her the New Year's version of the class actually starts tonight immediately after this call. That's what I'm going to be doing, and I have done this particular class probably seven or eight times. And someone has said to me, you know, why, or many people have said to me, why do you continue staying in the work of organization and getting balanced? And I said, well, the thing about it is that balance looks different all the time. Wherever we are in our life, balance is always going to look different. Some, you know, and the same, one of the things I've learned from, from this mentor as well is about priorities. And people think we can have multiple priorities, but priority indicates one, right? We can only ever really have one priority. So balance might be different at different times. So right now, you know, what I my for the first part of this year until my birthday, May twenty first, I am training to run ten marathons in ten states in ten days. I committed to running thirty marathons by my thirtieth birthday. That leaves me with seventeen marathons left to run between now and May twenty first. So right now, you know, what balance looks like for me is different than what balance is going to look like when I'm finished with that. And sometimes, you know, for us, we have a business, a 
goal that we want to reach. Maybe we're in a network marketing company and they have a certain promotion that we want to achieve, a rank advancement at a certain point. Well, balance might look different then, but maybe we have to get our health in order, right? Maybe our, our health isn't isn't great or we don't have good relationships. We want to get married. We want to have a kid, right? So balance is going to look different no matter where you are. So balance mm-hmm. is not this destination where you achieve balance and you ta-da, like balance on balance now, it doesn't work like that because balance is going to always change and what balance looks like is always going to change depending upon your circumstances. So, Kara, what would you, how would you suggest to women they determine when really figuring out what balance looks like for them in the moment, what their priority is, and really how to pick, like how to choose what is most important at any given time? Yeah, I think that is so important that we are constantly reassessing because you're right, balance looks different all the time because we have different goals all the time. And that's the way that life is going to go. And it is important to kind of be able to zone in on those priorities. It is just as important as having balance. And I do a lot of work around really getting clear on what we value in our life and being able to determine our values. And I think that really comes into play when we talk about balance as well, because our values are really going to be guiding our goals, what we make as a priority, and even our actions on a day-to-day basis. So I think, you know, looking at those values and asking how they're playing out in our life becomes really important when we talk about balance. And then, you know, for each person being able to step back and, and reassess how they are, you know, functioning in those different areas of the self that I had mentioned, like the physical or the spiritual, the mental or the emotional, and really being able to be honest and clear within themselves about what area needs the most attention at this time. And that's where I feel it's kind of a counterbalancing act, too, because, you know, with what you're doing right now, focusing on the marathon, the physical would really be a priority. Uh, just as at another time, it may be, you know, the spiritual and time for that personal growth and development. So I, I think we constantly have to be aware and reassess where we are and what we currently need at this time. And yeah, it, it starts with that awareness and being honest about what part of our life needs to be a priority now, and then being able to shift that at different points. Yes, that makes perfect sense, Carl. You know, you know, sometimes, and you know, I am that person who just works because you know that's what I know how to do. Sometimes you just don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. You know. So what are some of the signs for those people that are workaholics that are um, A, personalities like myself, who, you know, really want to know the limits before they burn out? Because there's been many times when I just burnt out and, you know, and it wasn't the opportune time. And, you know, so before we get to that step, before we get to that point, what do we do to say, hey, you know, this is not good, this is not where we're going. And then once we get there, what can we do to keep ourselves from being there anymore? Yeah, well, and it's, I think if we can uh, recognize it before we get to that state of burnout, that's, you know, obviously ideal. We don't want to have to get to that state. And I can uh, relate to being that type A personality too. 
always on the go, always more that I want to achieve. And it's really, you know, what's helpful for me and the other women I work with is even stepping back and putting it into perspective and knowing, you know, if we achieve this goal but we're completely exhausted and overwhelmed, have we really achieved that goal? And that's where the values comes into play as well. And do we want to feel happy? Do we want to feel energetic? And what is our main purpose? And always keeping that in mind and letting that guide our actions so we don't get so caught up and, you know, focused on receiving that one goal or just achieving that one goal that we do end up neglecting ourselves throughout that process. So always bringing it back to the values. And, again, that awareness of being able to check in with ourselves and be really honest about how we're feeling and is this goal really worth it? Is it in alignment with my values? And how can I care for myself within that process? And, you know, something I do that's really helpful for me is taking 30 minutes a day and really devoting that time to practicing different types of meditations. So sometimes that may be affirmations or simply breathing deeply, but just taking that time for myself where I can really step back and reassess if I'm on the path that I'm happy with and that resonates with me, or if it's time to step back and care for myself a little more. So that awareness is key and having that value really guiding our actions and constantly checking in with ourselves along the way. So, you know, now let's talk 8A, right? (laughs) So you know there are times when uh, we're told that, oh, you got to keep pushing. That's got to be done right now. We have so many deadlines, you know, and if we stop, then we're just losing time. And, you know, but... This needs to be done right now. I don't. I want you to stop that and do this. You know, we're getting all of this feedback. And so sometimes when we know we need self-care, but we have all these deadlines and issues on our back, how do you, because uh, I know you feel this way sometimes as well, how do you balance that piece when the people are just like banging on the door, so to speak, for their products or whatever? <laughs> how do you... Uh, <laughs> You know, how do you balance that? Because that happens to me all the time. Uh, I can relate to that, too, 100%. And I, I think we, you know, going back to that idea of creating a life by our own design and almost taking that sense of power and control back and uh, sometimes it's reassessing what am I devoting my time to and, you know, even claiming our time again and saying, okay, what can I, you know, am I really in alignment with how I'm spending my time? What can I kind of cut out of my life? And even actually scheduling time in for self-care. Because I, you know, I know personally when I have different deadlines and things I have to do, it's so easy to overlook taking that time for myself for meditation or not going for that massage or something that's going to really re-energize me. So I, you know, making that effort to actually put that in the schedule and say, okay, you know, this is important as well and I'm going to schedule time in for self-care. Sometimes if it's not scheduled in, it doesn't happen. So being able to do that without having those feelings of guilt, knowing this is really what is going to help me in the long run. It is beneficial, and I don't need to have guilt over caring for myself. Mm, That's a great point. Mm. Yeah, I love that. I was having this conversation um, with someone today, and and Carol, my mentor, has actually said the same thing. I've quoted her in 
hashtagged her many times saying, you know, if it's not scheduled, if you don't write it down, if it's not scheduled in, it's not going to happen. And one mm-hmm. of the things I had said earlier to, to someone is, look, if I want to achieve this level of success in my business and I've committed to creating a six-figure income in my home business this year, you know, I've committed myself to doing 30 marathons, right, for my 30th birthday. I've committed to a lot of things. And I said, okay, I still get to take care of myself, but this is what it's going to look like. So for the next the next six months, literally, I can tell you when my workouts are going to be. I can tell you when I'm going to go to yoga. I'm going to tell you when I'm going to meditate. So I scheduled all those things in. And the problem is that oftentimes people think, okay, well, I'm only going to schedule in work, right? I'm only going to schedule in client meetings. I'm only going to schedule in follow-up calls. I'm only going to schedule in you know, when deadlines occur. But for me, I don't operate from that perspective. So even though I, I achieve a lot, and I like to say I'm productive, not busy, but even though I achieve a lot, people say to me all the time, well, how are you doing this? The truth is the way that I am doing this is because I have I am taken care of because I've scheduled in those times. I've scheduled in meditation and prayer time every morning and every night. It's literally written in my, my planner, and I take that time just as seriously as I take my income-producing activity time. I don't cut that time out. My workouts are scheduled in. Now, obviously, my workouts have to be scheduled in because I'm training for a marathon. But even when I'm not training for a marathon, even you know my Bikram yoga sessions, they're scheduled in. Massages are scheduled in. Going for a pedicure, it's scheduled in. I can tell you when in April I'm going for a pedicure, what date I'm going on, because it's all scheduled. And in really the more organized you get is from what I found, from, again, from this is from the work that I've done, is the more you get to accomplish, the more you get to do, the more productive you get to be, but also the more balance you get to have. For sure. I, yeah, I, I can relate to that, definitely. I think scheduling it in and being organized with it is extremely important. And uh, something I do that helps me tremendously is each Sunday night, I'll kind of plan out for the rest of the week what my main priorities are, what my main goals are for the week. So I know going in, I have this focus and clarity of how I'm going to be spending my time. And then within that, knowing when I can take that time just for myself to relax and unwind. And I I really feel that's an individual thing as well. Each person is going to have their own limits of what they're able to do or how much socializing they can take and how much alone time they need. So it's it's important we assess that for ourselves. And I think, you know, going into each week really have that plan and have that clarity so we don't feel like we're just wasting time. I find, especially with women entrepreneurs, it can be easy just to be doing busy work without actually accomplishing things. So having that goal and that clarity uh, helps with a lot of stress and overwhelm. And then really just getting the results that we want as well. And when we're busy doing things that we enjoy and that energize us, that's a completely different feeling than if we're busy doing things that just kind of take from our energy and we're not really seeing the results from our actions. You know, that is a very good point because, you know, sometimes I could be doing, because I'm a techie, so sometimes I could be working on some of our uh, YouTube channels or our Facebooks or whatever, and the time will just slip away and you'll feel like nothing has happened. But then, you know, you could be working on something else, and it's like, oh, the whole world has ended, and it's only been five minutes. So <laughs> how do you put that into perspective when you're talking to someone? How do you tell them, you know, to balance those things so they could be productive on both ends? You know, you know, 
do you schedule your things you don't like to do but, uh, in the middle of the things you do like to do so that you're more productive? Or what is your strategy for that? Mm. Yeah, well, again, scheduling and getting clear, I think, is a big part of that for sure. And just knowing what we want to accomplish, like having that larger goal and vision in mind to help kind of guide our actions day to day, and then making sure that those goals we have are in line with our values. So we are working towards things that really do matter to us and that are important to us. So having that larger goal and then being able to break it down into smaller, actionable steps. So, you know, okay, day to day, this is what I'm going to do to reach the goal. So sometimes we're working on things that, uh, like you're saying, Akina, just kind of drain our energy and really aren't the most enjoyable things. But if you can link that to a larger goal and something you do want to accomplish, I think it's easier to get that motivation, even if you don't feel like doing that specific task. If it's, you know, kind of linked to that larger purpose and goal, it's, uh, I find, you know, it's easier to work through it. Yeah, and I do the same thing myself. What I always do is I set, and I create actual, just like I create business plans for my business, I actually create a business plan for my life. And I've said this before in the call, that I have I have intentions or I have priorities in my area of health, in my area of finances, in my business, in my relationships, in my spirituality and giving back. And I set what my plan is, what my goal is in all those things. I do that once per quarter, I also set monthly intentions, I set weekly intentions, and daily intentions. And when you are clear about what it is that you want, there really is no question as to what there is to do. And really what I ask myself, is this going to help me achieve my goal right now? And if I have multiple things to choose from, and that happened to me today, I I, I actually literally opened my book and said, okay, what was my priority for today? Okay, this was my priority for today. And this what was my priority for this week. And then I had to choose. And today, you know, one of the things about being balanced is knowing that sometimes you have to decommit to things. And I had said, you know, an intention list. I don't call it a to-do list because I think it's an overwhelming word. But I have an intention list. And I said, okay, you know what, not everything here is actually going to get done today. That's just how my day played out. It's okay. Life moves on. But I literally opened my book, physically opened my notebook up to where my intentions for the week were, what my priorities were. I always have three main things. And I said, okay, which of these things on my daily list, because I'm going to get to do two out of the five that are left over, which of these are going to more closely or, or most, you know, be most effective in helping me achieve this goal? And then I just did it, right? And, it, and ultimately, it doesn't really matter if it's fun. It doesn't matter if you if you like it, right? Being successful and balanced, you know you're not going to like and enjoy all the things that you have to do, right? If your health is, if you want to get your health in order, well, then you need to go get a blood test and figure out where your hormone levels are and your vitamin and nutrients levels are. Well, that's probably not fun, right? No one really thinks it's enjoyable. I don't know many people who would think that's a fun activity to do, but you do it. Why? Because it's what's required, and the ultimately, when you're intentional about what it is that you do, you find that you do get that balance more often. So I do get to get up on a, on a Saturday and run a 50K and take an entire day off. Why? Because that, and to me, that's what balance looks like. That may not be what balance looks like for you. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to get up at a quarter to five so I can be at a six o'clock Bikram yoga class. That's what balance looks like to me. I, I love that. I enjoy it. I take care of myself that way. That may not be what it looks like to you, right? But tonight, when I chose what I was going to do, 
you know, of those activities, I kept in mind ultimately what my main priority is and what I really want the most. And, you know, I'll end my portion of the call, and then Carol asks you to do a summary. But my portion of the call ended with this, is then, and this is a quote, I don't know who said it, it's on Facebook all the time, so you've probably heard it, but so many people, they give up what they want most for what they want now. And the bottom line is that balance is really about creating that ideal life, that absolutely amazing, fulfilling life that you deserve to create. And the way that you're going to do that is really by being intentional about what you're doing and really getting clear on what you want. So that's kind of what I have to add to it. And, Kara, if there's anything you want to add, we're right at that point where we, we have to wrap up the call. But if there's a takeaway, a summary you can give our audience, that would be really great. Sure, yeah, I think that was beautifully said. It, it really is balance of something we have to look at for our own life and say, what does that mean to me? And really commit to that. And setting that intention, you know, we have our New Year's resolution for the year, but we should have an intention for each day and each week as well. And that really does help with clarity. It really does help with focus. And in doing all that, I, you know, encourage everyone to really say, is this in alignment with what I want to achieve? Does this really bring me a sense of happiness and peace? Because that is so important. So as we set those intentions, to really be aware of, is that welcoming more happiness into my life? So absolutely, assessing all the time what balance looks like for you and making sure you are taking care of those aspects of the self, physical, emotional, spiritual, mental, and social. And you can't do them all 100% all the time, but just asking each day, how can I nourish each of these components so I can feel at my best? Absolutely. I just absolutely love that. But thank you so much for being on our call tonight. It was a pleasure to have you. Um, really enjoyed our conversation. I did as well. Thank you so much, Jessica and Tina. It was great uh, having the chance to connect with both of you and to talk about this important subject of balance. Absolutely. Akeen, is there anything you want to add before we close down tonight? Well, certainly. Thank you so much again, Cara. And if Cara says something today that resonated with you, please check out our podcast tonight on changeyourmindsonline.com. You can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Tuned In, and, of course, our YouTube channel. Thank you, everyone. Have a great evening, everyone.